We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 112 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It's great to be back on a beautiful evening, spring, summer-ish, wonderful weather here in Portland, Oregon for a change, and uh, just absolutely lovely. I am joined by my very good friend, Electric Sheep City. How are you doing tonight? Hi, it me and Meowdy from the like surprisingly rainy Denver area. It's like not usually like that. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, it it hardly ever rains here, but like it actually rained here just a little bit earlier. So like we take those. We switched. (laughs) Yeah, right, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Ever since I moved here um, from southeast Texas, it's like. Oh, we were in a drought no longer because I brought the rain with me and uh, it's still not nearly as hot and humid. So I'm all for it. Hey, we take those. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's what it was like. I I moved to Oregon from California and it was like it was such a big change because like while California is very nice, it's essentially just a big irrigated desert. And Mm -hmm. in, in Oregon here, like it just rains all the time and it's green all the time. There's trees and, and, you know, they're gorgeous uh a really nice kind of change of scenery yeah, there's pros and cons with everything but anyhow uh really excited to do a show <laughs> this is a highlight of our week and uh, a little bit off off the cuff uh tongue-in-cheek tonight it's been a very busy work week for me um and you know there's pros and cons uh, today was kind of a fun day i didn't really accomplish much but had a good time uh hydralisk unfortunately is stuck at work and uh <laughs> speaking of work <laughs> right yeah, uh, maybe joining us later, maybe not. We'll play it by ear. Um, but uh, he's with us in spirit, and so um, you know, it do be like that sometimes. And uh, we'll and uh, how? Nah, it is what it is. But we talk some wild Hearthstone tonight. What we've been up to, and it is a very slow news week, and so that allows us to be a little bit more casual. Um, but we appreciate everybody that's here hanging out with us live, and uh, we will be casting a match after the show, and that is uh, something that we are very much looking forward to. Very, very much, and we get to talk about some pretty exciting stuff if if you're into some off-meta decks and off-meta gameplay. So. If you're down for that, <laughs> which I think everyone knows I am, stay tuned for just a little bit later in the show. However, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me br- briefly explain how the show works, if I can speak. <laughs> we record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash borntobewildhs. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all of the podcast apps. So however you're watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis, this podcast today, thank you. Yes, you. You right there. (laughs) (laughs) We do appreciate everybody hanging out here. Like we were saying earlier, it's kind of the highlight of my week for sure, especially after, you know, there's a lot of stress with work and a lot of prep and a lot of stuff going on. It's always nice to be able to kind of relax and and hang out with folks. Um, And uh, before we jump into the the main content of the show, quick housekeeping. Um, So... 
wanted to say a big thank you to um the patrons of our show in particular shokunin who's the executive producer thank you for your support it it helps uh keep the lights on and it's, it's kind of funny we were talking about this earlier um you know there are expenses behind the scenes uh things with website hosting and and artwork and and stuff like that and we just we really appreciate your support it, it's the world to us um if anyone is interested in supporting the show, there's a couple ways that you can do it. Uh, we do a lot of this content gets posted to YouTube. So a quick like, uh, subscribe. If you're not subscribed, it helps people find us. Um, same thing with Smash the that subscribe button. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Uh, so funny. Um, hey, uh, same thing with the podcast, though. If you leave a review or whatever, it helps people find us. Um, if, uh, if you're interested, we do have emotes that you can unlock here um, by following. They're free. Uh, this is pretty cool. And we've also got other emotes that you can unlock by subscribing. That is free if you have Amazon Prime. Uh, speaking of Amazon Prime, there I think the new rewards just came out like yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Uh, free it, Legendary cool. and some Battleground skins. Which, yeah. which I already bought rip, but, uh, but if you haven't, I think this, it's the summertime battleground skins, uh, are, are unlockable with Amazon prime right now. So very cool. Uh, so yeah, but we've got some emotes and you can unlock those. We do have some relatively new ones, which are cool. Uh, the, the pirate one in particular is one of my favorites. It's kind of hard to see when it's like really small, but I love the artwork for it. Uh, speaking of artwork though, we do have, uh, Christina, our artist is absolutely phenomenal. And we finally got a, a merch site back up. If you go to our website, it, it's there, but, uh, this logo with the, um, the swordfish, it's so fun. The little mascot with the swordfish and the crab claw and stuff. So, uh, very cool. If you guys are interested in, in supporting us, there's a couple quick ways to do it. Um, all this stuff, there's links to all of our stuff. It's at our website if you want to check it out. So uh, go to our website, borntobewildhs.com. Again, borntobewildhs.com. Uh, links to the merch, links to the Patreon, links to all the other stuff. And and honestly, if you want to interact with us and, and hang out with us and stuff, there's links to our Discord as well. Uh, we share deck lists. We, we talk about real life. We talk about um, Hearthstone. We, we share deck lists. We share screenshots, uh, pack openings, and, and the whole works. And so... Uh, yeah check it out if you a lot of a lot of what we talk about a lot of what we focus on is based on community and uh we do have a really thriving community there so love it if you would join us all right that is it that is the housekeeping let's talk about some listener series because uh we are now into the playoffs yeah yeah i always want to say finals and that's not really (laughs) the right the right word but uh, we're into the quarterfinals so uh you know our our top eight uh have uh six of them have already faced off and we get to uh cast the match tonight with frank versus schmoopy daddy to determine who will round out the top four so yeah this week's challenge that uh frank and schmoopy daddy will be facing off in is called naga sea witches We'll kick it over to Recorded Goliath for a bit of story time. Yes, yes, here we go. Redenning their natural talent for magic from their days as highborn sorcerers, many Naga were masters of arcane magic. Additionally, Queen Ajara taught her fearsome sea witches to wield the powerful scepter Sharistan, which they used to spread the Naga's dominion and crush all that opposes them. 
I will crush you. <laughs> so the primary challenge for <laughs> the Nagasi Witches uh, week in the quarterfinals is that each deck must contain at least eight bell damage cards or minions. Uh, so, you know, at least eight of them. If it says spell damage and it's, it's bolded, so the keyword, th- that, that meets it. So uh, that's our primary challenge. The secondary challenge this go around is that either all creatures must be odd and all spells must be even or vice versa. So if you decide in one particular deck for all creature, all minions to be odd, then all the spells must be even. Alternatively, if you choose for all of the minions to be even, then all the spells must be odd. So I love this one. Stuff. And I like, I, it was hilarious this week. This week was so busy um, with, with work and stuff that uh you know we get questions like admin type questions in the discord um with people asking for clarification on the rules for each week and it was so funny because of sitting here like the first couple days was it i don't think we answered because we were swamped with with like real life stuff and then the deadlines were approaching like oh my gosh we need to answer these questions and start typing out answers on my phone and i had like i think it was you and doc and some other person like i had responded and someone was like, you know, God, what did what did Doctor BOMD say? Like, uh, like LOL when Nate deletes this and and rephrases it or something? Because like it was that vice versa part. Because someone had asked us like, oh, can I use Gen? Can I use Baku and make these odd or even decks? And it was like, yeah, but if you do that, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, vice versa. Because uh, I yeah. I had read like, oh, all creatures must be odd. All spells must be even. Yeah, I guess you can use Baku, but you can't use Gen. And it was like, no, no, or no. Or vice versa, Nathaniel. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, some spicy ones. And I, I like this because it was it's just it's pretty straightforward. And there's some fun things that, that we can come up with. These are probably like more meta style decks than we've seen in the past because of of these rules uh i I like that this week as well we've tried to keep things a little bit more casual this season last time we like we were talking hey there must be battle cry minions and and what that means is like it can't be discover a battle cry minion it can't be like you know we we got super technical and this time we're like forget it forget it just it has to say spell damage in bold somewhere on it and as long as it does it meets the requirement like yeah don't want to sit here and like be too nitpicky and it being that that more just kind of black and white i think really helps people being able to go in without having to ask a whole lot of additional follow-up questions because it's much more cut and dry oh it's great yeah yeah that that of course helps us with not having to like answer the questions but like it helps everyone else by it being less ambiguous and being so much more like, I know exactly what I need to do and yeah. I can just go in and start crafting. Right. So, uh, I said like, it. look, just go into the collection manager and type spell damage and whatever comes <laughs> up, you can use those. <laughs> Easy peasy. Right. Yeah. Well, this will be fun. We've got two really good competitors tonight. So Frank, um, who I think is, is like, I don't know if un- is, is Frank undefeated or, yep. Frank is undefeated and is our uh, hands-down number one seeded wow. player. Uh, so the other matches that have already happened, 
uh, our four and five seeds, Martian Boo and Kenray, have faced off, and Martian has progressed. So the winner of Frank and Schmoopy Daddy will play against Martian Boo in the next round. Hazer and Dr. BOMD have faced off. Hazer was our third seeded, and Dr. BOMD was our sixth seed. And Doc took the win there. And then Bone Masher, our two seed, faced off against Sean. And Bone Masher took the win there. So Dr. BOMD and Bone Masher will be facing off as well. So we already know the uh, final four matchup between Doc and, and Bone Masher. So Martian Boo will face off against the winner of tonight's match in Frank and Schmoopy Daddy. Nice, 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 nice. I'm really excited. And, and I don't know, the competition has been fierce this time around. And, and even then, um, I don't think we talked about it on last week's show. But we had kind of the rare occurrence of a tiebreaker uh, to get into the top eight. We had to. We spent Saturday or Sunday morning doing math uh, behind the scenes and calculating the the like the win rate percentages, and um, it was kind of neck and neck there a little bit. Yeah, it was. So um, you know, in in the rules and everything, it actively says tiebreakers will be determined by opponent matchup win rate. Well, our first, our our top like what three four. What our top four, we, we knew who, who was making it from that, but five through nine had the same exact point total. Well, only the top eight make it. So we had to do all of the calculations to determine the seating for, well, really, uh, three and four as well, mm-hmm. because, because they, they were tied. That's not too unusual, but five through nine, we had to, to put all of those into cal- the calculations there to not only determine seating, but determine who the the one who was nine who got unfortunately left out from that one and you know you you hate whenever you have to to make that determination but you love that it's just straight up maths and we're not making that call ourselves yeah so that was all done by opponent matchup win rate and and that is how we we ended up getting there and yeah congratulations to our top eight yes i agree i agree well i think we did it the right way because it was also like you know, we set the rules out up front, explained what, how we would handle the situation of a tie way up front, and how it was calculated. And then not only that, but um, the actual math and the numbers and stuff were available for everybody to see. So there was no, you know, there's nothing hidden there. Um, I, I think sometimes we, you know, we get comments like, oh, well, couldn't you just do a tiebreaker? Like, it is very difficult to run uh, uh, an eight-week <laughs> tournament series that have you know almost a hundred people competing and like and, and try to stream it every week. Like it's, it's so it's it's going pretty smoothly. It really uh, is considering. But I, I'm very excited. It's been a, a, an absolute blast this time around. We've done a few things differently, and it's been so much fun. So we're nearing the conclusion of it. It's like it's exciting. And I don't want it to end, but I kind of like ready for it to, you know, to, <laughs> to conclude so that we can take a little break and then we'll have another one, of course. But um, it's it's super exciting. I love these like, I don't know. I wish that I could do more of them, but it, it, it's, you know, it's a pretty massive undertaking. So um, anyways, yes, yeah, much hype. a lot of work, but really rewarding. Yeah, for sure. much hype for our top four, for sure. Um, and, you know, some of the people we've streamed quite a bit, some not quite as much. Um, I love, like, I think Martian last time was, you know, how many times has Martian been top four? 
several, like it getting very, very close and so on. Also, also like one of the nicest people around. Schmoopy Daddy, of course, is a staple on our show. Dr. BUMD, same. And and uh, our, our kind of um, relatively unknown bone masher. You have to like say it uh, like like you're going to a monster truck rally. Yeah. Uh, so bone masher is um, really involved in the THL community. Oh, awesome. And- Ever since I've seen uh, Bone Masher's name, I think of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the first one. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I see Bone Masher's name, that is what I think. <laughs> That's so great. I love it. I love it. Yeah, actually, we had a few people, um, I think, come over from THL. And that was really cool. Um, NJO and, and a few others. And it's been a great turnout. I, I'm really happy with how it's been. And. Uh, for those of you who are interested in this that kind of missed out, like it will happen again. Don't worry. So. Yeah, with every expansion cycle, we run a listener series season um, and it's been a blast. They're always really fun. There's um, no price to, to be admitted. Uh, we do put the um, challenges up at the very beginning of the season. So if you need to, you know, if you have a more restricted collection, you can look into what all the restrictions are for each week. And you can can kind of start theory crafting immediately, which is really great. And you can plan it all out. And if you don't have those same restrictions, then you can just uh, theory craft, <laughs> hey, for, for week five and week one, if you really want to just kind of get ahead of the game. Cough, Maxi. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's always crazy that we've got people on, yeah. you know, week one. All right, I've got eight, eight weeks worth of decks. Who wants to practice? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's because the meta is different every week. Yeah. Speaking well, of the meta being different. <laughs> well, maybe this is a good segue, right? I think uh, we were talking right before the show about it being like, this is a slow news week, right? There's really not much going on. There's really no Hearthstone news at all. Um, I haven't been playing a ton. I mean, I've been playing, but I've been mostly like jamming Mercs and standard because like it's kind of towards the end of the month and i'm camping and wild kind of (laughs) feel bad doing that but realistically uh that's what i've been doing but had a good time over the past week doing some co-op in the discord and um sheep has has still been climbing towards legend uh with some kind of fun off meta stuff so we're gonna talk about that a little bit tonight and um yeah yeah, definitely. So um, I was a little bit delayed in my even kind of like playing a whole lot this go around because I did a week on a work trip and had a week without Internet. And How, then, what, uh, uh, <laughs> what do you even do for a week with no Internet? Do you so, have to like go outside? <laughs> I lucked out and that, hey, you know, we, we did still have mobile um data mostly joking (laughs) but you know how i said that i did a a week on a work trip right well i downloaded a lot of stuff to my tablet in that week so i kind of uh inadvertently prepared for a week without internet just like randomly (laughs) oh there we go (laughs) and like schmoopy says in chat i didn't touch grass but i did graze (laughs) oh that's that's pretty bad (laughs) <laughs> <clears throat> yeah wow. so um 
you know, th- this meta, I'm glad that we're no longer in the, the summer of Big Shaman. <laughs> it's a very short summer there. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. Uh, but a lot of the, you know, same decks that were good before the um, uh, mini, ser- mini set dropped are still kind of the good decks. And my pet deck is not particularly well positioned and said uh, meta. What? What is your... Oh, you mean aggro? Aggro druid? Yeah, yeah. Like I have druid. to ask. I was like, "What did you put the wait a minute? Never mind." Uh, I yeah. the pro- I have like five pet decks, and so I just. I'm sorry. That is a okay. I mean, I, I like a lot of the other ones, but that's kind of the one that just keeps on. I keep on coming back to and keep on tinkering around with, and yeah, unfortunately, even with like Galaka crawlers, it's just not not so great right now you really don't want to be playing a galaka crawler in that deck anyway (laughs) um so uh i started playing you know this week and uh again and was kind of like pushing a little bit more uh trying to get up there i i actually haven't didn't end up hitting a legend this week but i did go to final boss from d5 with even paladin what (laughs) and a, a rather um this is kind of an interesting version of it too, because I like I've been playing a lot of standard lately, which feels like it's in a really weird place right now. And I looked at this list and I was like, "There's a lot of standard cards in here. How are they doing?" Very interesting inclusions, and I think some of them are surprisingly good when you think about a uh, uh, the fish god a crab rider with a yeah. with a garden's grace attached to it like okay that's a card yeah so for for those of you uh not watching the video version i'm not going to break down the, the whole the whole thing but i will go into a little bit of the um uh kind of best of here the more kind of unusual choices uh so running a pretty heavy holy package so i've got a katori Lightblade, which what is that that's not even played in standard that was an addition that you added after we had done the co-op, and I was like, whoa, that's probably pretty good, actually, because of all the holy stuff in here. Kind of curious. Well, we'll yeah. talk about it later. I'm kind of curious to see how it turned out. Yeah, it it actually has been performing really well, not going to lie. Um, so the the holy package with Katori Lightblade, uh, Hand of a Doll, um, Blessing of Kings, actually Equality Conch, just to to discount... Well, A, to, you know, you're playing a lot of cheap stuff and being able to to clear with those, but also conch. But all of those that I just said, aside from Katori Lightblade itself, are holy spells, which all discount the Garden's Grace, which is a 10 mana spell, give a minion plus five, plus five and divine shield, but is discounted for every mana you spend on holy spells. So... You play two blessing of kings and a hand of a doll and it's free. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and since uh, the garden's grace itself is a holy spell, if your garden's grace costs six and you put it on something, but you're holding a second one, the other one's now free. <laughs> nice. That actually comes up quite a bit. So um, aside from that, uh, I think I'll probably end up cutting the pyro uh, part of this, but kind of in there right now there's pros and cons i mean i think like wild pyromancer into equality is a board clear right which Mm -hmm. which is nice 
but having called arms pull wild pyromancer is kind of a bummer so yeah yeah that it, it never feels like terrible because it's just a three two um, right. and it whenever you pull it from uh call to arms it doesn't go off the effect doesn't trigger um mm-hmm. but it's also at that point just a three two yeah so i could say, i mean you still yeah. have equality into consecration which will do the same thing um two extra mana but it you know if you mm-hmm. are facing off against a giant board it's nice to be able to have kind of a board clear or if you make it to 10 mana and again this is wild so haha but like equality uh carryal is also and that uh, you actually know, a combo has come there, up so. quite a bit it's actually come up a decent amount because this this deck you know has such an early game you can contest against you know the um pirate rogue the fish rogue you know and, and some of the different uh things like that it also does run a decent amount of um fish rogue hate so it, I, i'm running uh two acidic swamp oozes and two galaka crawlers you big me um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean my win rate against rogue is like super high and i think like whenever we were playing that one night i had three losses to rogues two of those were mine rogues one of those was a fish rogue and then i had like nine wins against rogue wow so it was nine nine and one essentially against fish rogue so they pay off hey, they pay off hey is uh <laughs> is city tax uh, a holy spell city tax is okay if i recall correctly um i'm not running that one in here i am running ring of courage which is not a holy spell but really punishes decks that go wide against you i don't um, even know what that card does <laughs> yeah so ring of courage gives plus one plus one to a minion okay and it repeats for every enemy minion that you're facing so if oh you, you know if there are no enemy minions and it's just a two mana plus one plus one if you're facing a board of five minions it's a two mana plus six plus six which is pretty great <laughs> so it's it's pretty good um i was originally pretty hesitant to run a uh, ring of courage just because it's not a holy spell, but the amount of buffs that you can get with what like, um, crab rider, mm-hmm. uh, we're also running Chillblade champion to, you know, have some burst. <laughs> they nerfed Mr. Smite. So we couldn't run that. Uh, but we've got light forged carrial. So in, in those kind of more attrition matchups, we need something to actually finish the job. Chillblade Champion does it. And also, in the kind of mid-game, Chillblade Champion has lifesteal. So if you need to drop a four mana three, two, perhaps more than that if you buff it up, you can right. still do that thing. So it's pretty good. And of course, we already kind of mentioned it. The reason why we're playing why I'm playing this deck is because Cariel was buffed. <laughs> Cariel was actually nerfed, obviously, from seven mana two eight mana which now means that we can run her in even paladin so that was really the crux of why i wanted to play the deck to begin with right and went with a little bit of a a different take on it but i did go from uh, diamond five to final boss twice i I didn't win the final boss but d5 to final boss twice hey i mean (laughs) that's 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 a really good accomplishment though especially with an off meta deck I think that uh, that's great. And, you know, is it legend viable? Of course it is. Then if, if in, you know, if you lose against the final boss, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, 
I like it. I like it. But this is fun. I've never, uh, I've played a little bit of even Paladin, but not a ton. Uh, but it always looks really fun. I like that you got to turn one. You just hit the button, right? And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think with this deck and watching play, at least from my perspective, a lot of it is like, look, you're just making boards and you're forcing your opponent to deal with this stuff over and over. And if they don't, um, you know, they're in trouble. There's a lot of buffing. Uh, the narrow bar web lore makes things very difficult for people, especially a, a buffed one that they, they just can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been relevant so much. I keep on like wanting to cut it because it, you know, it's just like, oh, it's just a one four. And then I play another game and it's like, no, I would have lost that if it wasn't for the web lord. Oh, no, I would have lost that if it wasn't for the web lord. Web lord just punches way above its weight and it doesn't feel like it should. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm curious to see what you end up hitting Legend with. I saw here that you're playing some Odd Rogue as well. Are you? Um, you can't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know what? I hadn't thought about it. So actually, this is pretty nice considering last week we talked about all of like the, the nerfs and updated cards. And so we talk about, you know, Carol getting nerfed slash buffed to be even cost now. Uh, well, Mr. Smite has been hit as well and is now odd cost. So, uh, you know, here we have it. Exactly. Once Mr. Smite was uh, buffed in the case of uh, Odd Rogue um, from six mana to seven mana, um, I was so after my second time missing the the legend boss with with even Paladin, I fell to about two. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll tr- you know, try jamming some aggro druid. So I fell back down to five uh, because it's just not poised for the meta right now. Yeah. Um, I'm like, hey, fish rogue, I'm facing a lot of that. Hence the fall to D5. Um, there's something that's pretty close to fish rogue, but that now I can play the odd version now that Mr. Smite's been nerfed slash buffed, however you choose to approach that. Um, so I had my initial... Um, list that i did pretty well i think i got to like d2 d3 from from d5 no it, it was two uh posted it in uh, our discord channel like you do um and uh pig pen and schmoopy were, were looking at it and they're like oh we love this deck here's kind of like some things that we we might do and so i practiced you know played around with a few of the the recommendations that they had and this is the list that I, i've ended up with and i don't know if it's the perfect 30 obviously but it's really, really fun. Um, so a lot of it is just the the odd um, pirates that mm-hmm. are in, in Fish Rogue. You are, of course, still running the fish. Uh, we were running Raiding Party because it tutors pirates and it tutors the fish itself. What I would probably cut before too long, but I just haven't been able to like have something that I would kind of put in in its place is the Ajaran Vessel. So the five mana make two uh, stealthy boats Mm -hmm. and then put a sunken version of it on the bottom of your deck. It's been doing pretty well. Um, The uh, standard version of it runs prep. And odd, we can't run prep. So um, it it ends up being a little clunky, but every time I've played it, it's actually uh, about 75% of the time been strictly positive. Okay. Um, So I, I ended up, you know, Kind of keeping it. Uh, I'm also running Bootstrap Sunken Ear. Um, yeah, how is strictly... that? Because we like it looked really strong. I'm sorry to interrupt you. 
it looks really strong when we were looking at the new cards in terms of i mean it's slow right but it's basically sap on a stick and so if there's a taunt in your way or whatever like and it's a pirate um you know initially better than sap even because it instead of putting it in your opponent's hand it puts it at the bottom of their deck so it doesn't kill it i've run into a decent amount of big priest it, it doesn't kill it. It puts it on the bottom of their deck, so it's not in their res pool. It also doesn't kill it in the case of um, the 8-mana uh, eight 8-8 eight, eight demon that gives, uh, with the death rattle, give your, well, yourself, but in my case, your opponent, 8 uh, uh, armor. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not dead. I can, I can push for lethal. That's been relevant as well. Um, so it's, it's done pretty well. Um, it's probably like the 26th card. Like it's, it's not one of the like reasons you're playing the deck. Right. Sure. But, but it, it, it's situationally really powerful. And when it's not, it's, you know, still stats, it's still a pirate. It still gets buffed with South sea captain. Um, definitely still really like it. You're definitely running South sea captain, definitely running puffer fist, definitely running <laughs> cutlass courier. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely running Salsi Deckhand, uh, Prize Plunderer, um, <laughs> Filet Fighter. Um, we played around, and this was one of Schmoopy's um, recommendations, was to include Bloodsail Flybooter. Um, the one that, uh, it's a one-mana, one-one pirate. When you play it, you get two one-mana, one-one pirates into your hand. Super relevant with, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, Scott, uh, Skycap and Crag? <laughs> sky captain crag yes uh also hey look lots of uh combo activators for like the boots drap sunken ear we were just talking about oh and prize um, plunder rating par- part yeah rating party prize plunder like so many reasons and it it's it's been blood sail fly booter has been low-key not mvp but like you know really really strong nice okay um, so this has been a lot of fun to play and i also got up to to d1 with this as well (laughs) wow okay the list looks very similar to like your normal fish rogue and the only like notable difference i see are like the two mana cards so your um your cannons and your um the uh, parachute brigands yeah aside from parachute brigands are the ones that i'm missing the most yeah truthfully yeah i yeah when i look at this the only the, the the card to me that seems questionable also is the um at Asheron vessel, but like what do you yeah use instead? I don't really know. Um, yeah, an Asheron vessel, kind of like I was saying, is the twenty ninth and thirtieth card. Yeah, makes sense. But it it also like I was saying before has always felt a lot stronger than it feels like it has any right to, especially in our format. Mm-hmm. Um the stealth on on those uh little dudes is way more relevant than i thought it would be <laughs> so i wish i could run prep but alas um no been no pretty fun. no we can't, <laughs> we can't do, do that, that. <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about it like this was probably gosh probably a year ago at this point i think it was martian boo and swagwar were running a very aggressive version of odd rogue that was running um God, i don't even know the name of the card it's the one mana deal three damage spell you know what i'm talking about yeah um the, that does, does it to the face yeah i can't think of what it's called but i know exactly what you're talking about there's some stuff you know i don't know 
but I, I like it. It looks really fun. I love the pirate synergy, and this looks so similar to Fish Rogue. The cool thing, you know, what feels bad in Fish Rogue is, like, if you don't draw the weapon, uh, it's that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I think with it, like, you've got a good weapon every turn. So, and there's still a lot of, exactly. sy- there's, like, a lot of weapon synergy anyhow. So, with uh, Buccaneer, and with Salsi Deckhand, and with Cutlass Courier, Puffer Fist. Yeah. So a, a lot of that that synergy. Um, Skycap and Crag situationally feels like super strong. Situationally feels super clunky. Yeah, I mean it's 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 Skycap and Crag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this card's fun though. Um, I don't know, but Skycap and Crag like we used to run it in Pirate Warrior because yeah, you know I mean it still has charge and half the time. Like you're not playing it for seven. I mean, I guess no. worst case scenario, even if you do, at least it's a uh, charge. But a lot of times would be discounted. And there's like it's like there's synergy mm-hmm. with some of the other cards. Anyhow, exactly. There, it's been pretty consistent that I'm playing Skycap and Crag for one or two mana mm-hmm. because we do just like you know get to go wide so quick. Um, you know, of course, we're running patches. The Blood Sail Fly Booter that I was talking about earlier. Um, honestly, the Azure and Vessel being those two pirates, and then if you vessel into Gone Fishing, oh, that's then just gross. You make yeah. four <laughs> pirates, and then all of a sudden, just with those, Skycap and Crag is three. And since those have stealth, unless there's just a straight up AOE, mm-hmm. oops. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's been a lot more powerful than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be one of those that I like, you know, threw together and then was like, well, it's worth a shot. But it's it's been helping me climb. So we take those. Hey, I like it. Well, and I think you have to be careful with this build of Odd Rogue. If you're going to run Swordfish, like you really have to be running a bunch of pirates. You can't mm-hmm. start putting in like the Volperas and like the the other stuff. If you lose the pirate synergy, your swordfish is not going to work nearly as often. And, uh, you know, I don't think we want that. Uh, it's much, much better to get the full uh, buffed effect. Exactly. And I think in my about 100 ish games, I've only, like, whenever I played the swordfish, only not had a, a pirate there like twice. I think. Wow. Okay. No, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of your deck is pirates, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, where that kind of gets into a little bit of a, a clunky situation is we are with the Asher and Vessel thinking those those five mana cards, which you know are cast when drawn, but they're not pirates themselves. Uh, the vessel it's, isn't a pirate, um, so it, it makes the possibility for the other two. It's only two rather than three. Um, so I, that I think was the one time I'd, I'd sunk one of those. And then I had like another swordfish and, um, like raiding party in my bottom three. So, well, it is what it is. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why we cut eviscerate from fish rogue. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the reasons I think a lot of it was just win rate in general, but, uh, you know, hitting an on pirate feels bad. How, let me ask you, how has Gone Fishing felt in here? Like, the cards seem strong to me. Uh, drawing, you know, Dredge is, is a really fun mechanic, but drawing cards is good. It seems like with all these one, you know, half your deck is one mana, either spells or minions, and so it seems relatively easy to combo. Yeah, it, I think I've only not comboed it once. 
Um, it's really, really, really easy to combo. Whenever I didn't combo with it, I was using it to combo something else. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So dredge is good. Dredge and draw is even better. It's only one mana, so it's easy to combo. Um, and then, of course, the interaction with Asher and Vessel is even better because then you dredge up the cast when drawn, which means that you're getting two, three, three uh, pirates with stealth and drawing another card. So it's just, it's great. <laughs> the first time I saw that was like, that's cheating. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, yeah. yeah I so love a, a lot of fun. I love seeing off meta decks, especially perform well. And I think that that's a little bit easier to do later in the month. Um, mm -hmm. but Very true. I like it's, it. It's always fun to experiment. And, you know, as long as you're trying something out and the way that I approach it, it in general is like, I'm going to try. And if it doesn't do well, then OK, I, I learned that it doesn't work and I can try something else. But both of these note that I didn't bring aggro druid, right? <laughs> both of these have been like, hey, I want to try it out and see if it works. And somehow it is. So, yeah, that's been fun. It's it, well, you know what? It feels like meta adjacent to me anyhow. So yeah, I, I the like odd rogue in particular, very meta adjacent. Yeah, I love it. I you know I don't know the only other so I heard that there's a new deck going around. They're calling it Copper Hunter. It's essentially like a Beast Hunter. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not tried it. Um, I you know it looks difficult to me to pilot, and like there's a lot of math involved. So it's intimidating, but you know, maybe at the, maybe at the start of the month trying some new things, like I want to hit, I really kind of had the itch to play Reno priest lately, which is kind of weird, but it's been ages since, uh, since I've played that gosh, it's, it's been at least a year probably, but yeah. So I, so there's a question in chat. A lot of times we don't, we don't address questions, uh, you know, in chat when we recorded podcast, but feeling pretty casual tonight we got plenty of time so question of what is the best deck in wild right now and i think if we look at the tier list it's probably like fish rogue pirate pirate with swordfish rogue or mm -hmm. and i think the other tier one is it's probably um freeze freeze shaman are right up yeah. there uh the other ones that are really good right now are well situated because they didn't get hit by nerves uh the various druid decks like Cthune druid um and then some of the other druid builds so you can play like Kazakasan or um Linecracker has been pretty popular lately because of the uh earthen scales adjustment. Um how, yeah, okay. Li yeah, Linecracker or I know there's some people running plate breaker, which is hilarious to me. Um <laughs> or or you know, with druid or any of the other kind of combo druidy things. So um Togwaggle Druid is 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 up there. And then I think the other one is probably Quest uh quest mage like your open the way gate quest mage yeah which is harder to i don't know i it's kind of struggle with it it's it's there's like some random factor but it's super gross like when it works you just get infinite turns like it's so nasty to play against i think those are probably the best situated right now when you in my experience anyhow when you play early in the month you're going up against a lot more of the people who are like try harding metagame tier one type decks and then like the later in the month you get you get to the folks who are like 
taking a more casual approach and you can use some of the more off meta stuff. Um, and again, this is like my perception. I don't know how true that is, but uh, I don't know. In terms of like, what are the best decks? I typically will rely on uh, our friends over at Tempo Storm, honestly, to, to look yeah. at, you know, what is tier one, what is tier two. But I could tell you like the number of times that I've hit Legend with like a tier three deck has it, been quite a bit. And so I think that you can still have fun playing something that you like Definitely. And, and make it. And that's kind of what I like about, you know, we, we were earlier kind of not really lamenting, but, um, you know, the, the meta's kind of back to what it was before the the mini set which is all in all i think a good thing because of the the summer of big shaman uh um, mantle being just a, a little oppressive i never um, got to play the new version of it like oh it was fun i i've hit leisure with it way like way back when but not with this new version and i i don't know i was just hard targeting it but never got around to actually playing it yeah, I played like two games of it in the airport and then I had to get on the plane. And then the next one that I was on, the next airport that I had like a four hour layover in, they had no Wi Fi and it was Kansas City. So there was like no mobile Oof. connection either. So it's like, well, <laughs> well. So I, I was going to play with a lot of it at that point because I could tell it was going to get nerfed somehow. And it was a good nerf. I, I, I liked that, that nerf. That was, that was. That was great. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But I didn't get to experiment with it as, as much as I planned on either. Um, but I played against it a, a fair amount before that. And and even my couple games playing with it. Um, it was fun. Not so fun to play against. I'm glad that it was nerfed appropriately and all that good stuff. When when you see a turn one, like uh, Lightning Bloom, Lightning Bloom, Coin, Muck Morpher, it's like, oh, gross into you know yasaraj into neptulon or whatever it's like oh my god <laughs> be right back and uninstall uh, <laughs> and i mean blue train did a great job of explaining how how that kind of worked yeah. and how you could um essentially tutor out your lightning bloom so ha having that card be gone is probably a good thing completely agreed um both for Shaman and Druid, I, I feel like we had kind of seen it in Druid a little bit more previously than now. Um, and then, of course, Shaman, like it, just early big decks, early OTKs. It just it, it was appropriate to, to do that to give us more more space to, you know, kind of thrive in our format in particular, obviously, because it's not in standard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, totally un, uh, like off the rails unscripted, but did you see uh, th there was one little bit of Hearthstone news this week? Um, Ixar is now the game director. Yeah. Right? Like, that's cool. I said there was jokes going around, like, the, the chain of Ben's has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says there there will now be a long line of Dean's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he has Dean the first. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I am happy with that choice, though. Like, yeah, he's been around for a long time. Uh, Ixar always does the AMAs and has been very responsive. Um, you know, it's answered a lot of our individual questions and has been uh, like very good. So, I mean, I feel like we're in good hands. I, and Ixar, we know Ixar plays wild um, mm -hmm. quite a bit of wild, in fact. And so I'm 
don't have any like nervousness for the format so well and from a player it feels like it's the obvious choice right because he he has been so communicative he Mm -hmm. has been so responsive from a corporate side you never know what like uh, from a player i'm like yeah that's the choice from a corporate side you never know if that's actually what's going to happen because of either corporate politics or oh you don't have experience in this that or the other so i'm really relieved that xr is the the one who is is taking that mantle because mm-hmm. like like you said a we know he plays wild b we know that he's invested in not just you know the the wild community but hearthstone at large and is so communicative so responsive like he's been that figurehead for so long that it's great to see that kind of communication be rewarded as well. Um, because I, I think that that's just kind of a, a really good trajectory that, that the whole team um, kind of has, has been making in general. I mean, with yeah. Alkali Lake in particular, you know, for, for CM there, that was a great communication hire, a great, you know, moving the, the team forward. And I think that rewarding, Ixar, as well as, you know, not just rewarding him for what he's already done, but also you and I both know it, when you're in that hiring process, it's not about just what you've done, but what's your vision, right? Yes. And I, I can see his vision being kind of what, what we're hoping for too. Like you said, he plays wild. We love that. <laughs> right, right. Eat uh, Schmoopy Daddy over here in chat. Uh, Ixar's going to make Secret Mage great again. <laughs> uh, probably. XR cheats on ladder. Yeah, XR. I remember XR running the Maxima blast and Heimer Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's that's true. That's true. Well, we'll see. Well, I kept getting nervous because Molly joined a uh, second dinner to make Marvel Snap. So like XR, don't 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 leave, please. So I'm I'm glad that uh, he's staying with Hearthstone at least for the time being. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Marvel Snap's been fun too. I haven't played very much, unfortunately, because it's not like I don't have an Android device. So if I'm going to play it, like I have to play it on the computer, which I just haven't been that motivated to be on the computer lately. Um, Yeah. I've wanted to be like, I've played a lot on mobile. Um, I, I'd love Hydra. We were talking to Hydra, um, in the in our like little group chat thing earlier and uh, he had posted something on twitter yesterday it was kind of funny but it, the beauty of hearthstone you're playing on desktop and it, it it crashes that you can jump on your phone and pick the yep. game right back up where you left off and just the the collection like transitioning between multiple devices i could not tell you the number of times that like i sit at the computer and there's lights here and it gets hot and i have to wear these headphones and like after a while you don't want to do that anymore and mm-hmm. it's really but like maybe i still want to keep playing and so it's it's been nice to be able like all right you know what i i'm i'm done i'm gonna get off the computer and then i'll just like i'll jump in bed or sit sit on the couch downstairs and like pull up the ipad play some more hearthstone <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's been really cool to be able to do that i think yeah. we take it for granted sometimes like the accessibility has been really mm-hmm. nice so yeah the, promise so, i'm not getting um, paid for this but <laughs> no no joke in fact quite the opposite we pay <laughs> for packs for oh all that stuff. oh my goodness 
Yeah. Um, for Marvel Snap, like I don't have um, the computer kind of set up for it, but I only have mobile. So whenever I play that, it's more just kind of like I'm about to go to bed and I may fall asleep. Um, they're short games. It's, you know, six turns max. And if I fall asleep, like, oh, well, like it's I'm playing Marvel Snap casually and it's really fun. And I'm just kind of keeping it casual and just having fun. Whereas, you know, yeah, I'm playing meme decks here in, in, in our format and stuff You'll like still that. Hit Legend, like, I'm, sure. I'm playing a lot with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, you eat to the point also where like at what you've hit Legend 50 plus times at this point. <laughs> yeah. You I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you, but like for me personally, I cannot let that streak stop. I'm in the 20 plus 25 plus months in a row now or whatever. And it's like, I, I, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It's just something like, I can't let that streak stop. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I also really enjoy the game. So there's that, but, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, right now I I have yet to hit legend and standard or wild this (gasps) month because of the, because of the really, you know, multiple weeks of speed bumps. And so I'm I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there like my way. <laughs> and it's that challenge kind of, kind of like you were saying, like I've done it how many times now? 51, I think, um, you know, it, it's still always, you know, feels like an achievement, you know, unlock, progress the number. But like whenever you do it with your own deck, like with your own kind of archetype, like it just feels for me, having done it so many times, it just feels kind of like rewarding, mm-hmm. kind of like that that extra like rare achievement there. So it's that's fun. There is something special about it. So I know you you keep track of of your decks, and I copied that spreadsheet from you and updated it to to you know add a couple of notes that I wanted to include. And I was mm-hmm. looking at the decks that I had used, and there was a like it's only I've only done it I don't know two or three times where it's like I created my own deck. And hit legend with it and it's like there's something special about that uh granted mine are usually you know just meta versions of whatever i'm like okay it's my spin on it uh but there's something special about hitting legend with your own you know funky deck looking at dr evil over here it's uh like reno dragon Nizoth, uh Shutterwalk Shaman. It's like, oh my god, you did what? No? Uh, that's incredible. Of course you did. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I love to see that stuff. Um, I think I saw someone over the past week. I think it was Imic hit Legend with a Hadronox Druid. Like, oh my god, that's really cool. Super fun to see off meta stuff, and I, I really, really enjoy that. Um, I uh, for for good or bad, typically like filthy tryhard over here, and kind of will use more of the meta stuff, or or what counters the meta stuff. But meta stuff is fun too. I mean, it's it's strong. You typically you know win a lot, and winning is fun. And a lot of the play patterns for the meta stuff is also really fun. That's like true. there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with hitting legend or you know whatever benchmark you're you're going after with the meta deck. Well, thank you for validating Whatsoever. me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Meta decks are fun, too. I mean, there's a reason why you see so much of it, right? <laughs> well, there's it's the age-old argument, right? Is, is uh, you know, we want to play the game to have fun. And what is fun? Like, winning is fun. And, you know, if I want to win, do I, then I have to play a certain thing. But I think for me, half the fun is trying to figure out what to play. 
Um, that it's like it's got to feel right and it's got to fit, you know, into the meta. Like I like like you were mentioning earlier, love playing Agro Druid. Try it out. Oh, it's not in a good place right now. We'll try mm-hmm. something different. So if you want to win games, then just play Katori Lightblade, even Paladin. I mean, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Smoopy Daddy over here, double counterspell Reno, secret mage. <laughs> it's OP. I, I'm not really sure what to say. That's incredible. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Astonishing. <laughs> <laughs> it did work. I still... I one it's it's pretty funny uh at the time or maybe even still one of uh, if not like the most uh so one of our highest viewed youtube videos was so we had just finished talking we had this big conversation with jack about youtube content and about like you know uh catchy titles for for show names or thumbnails and and clickbait type type things and then probably within the next week or two schmoopy daddy came on the show and talked about secret mage and did a very extensive like to talk through of, of secret mage at the time followed by a very clickbaity you know uh thumbnail video titles and stuff for us a bazillion people watched it and then secret mage was everywhere and so blame it all on you I don't think if we were all miserable for a couple of months there with the exception of Schmoopy Daddy. Um, I had fun with it too. Not going to lie. No, I, I did. You know, what's funny. Actually, I was looking at my stats cause through the spreadsheet thing that you had made and I have hit legend with every class except mage. Um, Whoa. And I like, I've played a ton of it, but I've never hit legend with it before. That's the one class that I haven't done yet. And um, I feel like I need to, I, I need to, maybe uh play some you know I'd, I'd like to take mage to legend just to be able to check that one off my list as well maybe, yeah, maybe next the, month i don't know the third time i hit legend was in wild um was my my good buddy mr codfish was like the best deck in wild is reno mage and it wasn't at the time like it was <laughs> reno um open the Waygate mage oh um, i remember yeah that. It was really fun. Like it, it, it was, it was still pretty good, but it was not like the the hands down, you know, broken deck. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't that version of Open the Waygate. Um, and so, like he and I just like jammed a ton of games with this, and ended up getting there. So that was like my third Wild Legend. My, my second was Darkest Hour Warlock, just because it was. I was, I was just having fun, like dropping big dudes. I'm glad, I'm glad that deck was nerfed. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But it was really fun just seeing the <laughs> big dudes come mm-hmm. out. And of course, first was my my mech paladin. Oh yeah. That yes. one was that one was my crowning crowning achievement there. That one holds a special place in our in our hearts, I think. Very much so. <laughs> um Yeah, I think Mage is actually in an okay place right now. Uh you can do like open the waygate mage. You could do mech mage. Yeah. Honestly, there was that uh, not that long ago. I had played a bunch of Secret Mage because uh, when when Switcheroo like right before the Switcheroo ban, I played a whole bunch of Secret Mage just to mess with them, and that was <laughs> it worked out surprisingly well for a good chunk of the climb. Were you playing like Vaporize? <laughs> yes, 
I was yeah. actually. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, vaporize, counterspell, um, explosive, explosive runes, ice yeah. block, and it was just hilarious um, to like it countered Switcheroo Priest really well, and it countered uh, Kelpha's Druid really well. It was those two, and it pretty mm. much lost to everything else. But like. I had Kelthas so much it and switcheroo priest oh, were everywhere. Oh, it was potion of polymorph also was running yeah. too long. And it was hilarious because people wouldn't play around around it. And um I just I like I was in a bad mood because this combos felt like I, I hate to say it, but like toxic. It was just it was like cruddy to play against. And I, I was in like a funk in a bad mood. And I was like, I'm just going to ruin these guys. Day. I don't care if I lose everything else. I just want to like win against these two. I'll be okay. And I was like cackling and posted, ended up posting a whole bunch of screenshots all over the discord and Twitter. And, like, <laughs> yeah. We were just dunking on people. And it was so funny because they'd play their Kalthos and it turns into a sheep and they just concede or they play their, um, you know, switcheroo and it, uh, run their giant, um, giant, bore into my face and it gets vaporized and it's just so funny <laughs> and then you just broad laugh just <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty much i'm in bed playing on the ipad my wife is trying to sleep just like what what is <laughs> oh my god it was great it's great uh, well hey you know you never know with xr at the reins maybe secret mage will come back i guess we'll see it's been a little while since we got to mage secret support it was weird building that deck with like no new cards in it but yeah hey if you're countering the new and or unnerfed things in the case of kelthos spike um, i mean it makes sense <laughs> thank you Jeez. yes i um yeah fun times I was playing some there's there's one uh so they've got achievements you know in-game achievements or whatever they have uh, some for mercenaries. I know you've kind of stopped playing the mode, um, or at least as much. But there's a couple in mercenaries that unlock skins, uh, for for these achievements. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. I'd rather unlock a skin than have to buy it because the pack drop rates like suck so much. And so there was one for Tyrael that was really easy. It was like a PVE. You know, you beat heroic, whatever it is, and you get a Tyrael skin. Like, All right, that's cool. There's one for Elise. But you have to do it on ladder. And like oh, the, no. the comp that you have to use, like it sucks. And then the way that their MMR system works, like I kept queuing into the same person like four times in a row. And like I was just getting dunked on because it's such a bad comp. But like you have to mm -hmm. complete the the golden monkey on ladder. It's like do you have to do it like multiple times too, or just no, the one? You just have to do it once, but that means that your party has to survive like long enough to actually do it. And uh, it was funny because like I had found that out right after doing um, some, some co-op with zombies, and so I had progressed quite a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. I was like, I should have done it first when I was just <laughs> queuing into like garbage, and now that I've climbed a little bit, uh, it uh, was just not working. But well. Especially since Elise is one of the new ones, so I'm sure you don't have her maxed out, which I thus makes it harder. I I'm at the point now where with the with the um quest progression where like my campfire's empty again. Uh nice. which is 
a good place to be because whenever new ones come out, like I just get to, and I don't think that she's max, but she's very close. I will say I like that aspect of it. The the pack system still sucks. I say that having opened like two diamond cards in the last week <laughs> off of free packs, so I don't I don't know what's happening. I opened up a diamond uh, Belinda, and I opened a oh, diamond. That's a um, one. Yeah, and she's good too, which is yeah. which is nice. And then I opened a diamond um, Maev, uh, which I haven't really played with aside from the daily quests or the, the task grinding. Mm-hmm. But but like it's a diamond card. So yeah, happy about that. Yeah, I haven't been playing Mercs. Um, I kind of missed out a bit on the Nazoth uh, one. I, I didn't progress that one all the way to Diamond and kind of fell off of that one. So I didn't do your charge. You know, I just haven't had a whole lot of time. Yeah. And Mercs just kind of requires a lot of time. So I, I still have like a ton of maxed out stuff. But I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I've like quit Mercenaries or anything like that. But, you know, I haven't really been playing it so much. Priorities. still fun when i do but exactly priorities <laughs> yeah well i i i'm itching now to play this uh like odd rogue that you've got going yeah. like that looks fun i think it looks legend viable and... yeah it's it's a blast um if you're kind of not liking a, a few of the things um there are like a, a, there's a decent amount of wiggle room um so it it's fun. I, I think if you wanted to push with it, I think you definitely could as well. Uh, you have plenty of experience with Fish Rogue. It's a very, very, very similar um, play pattern. Yeah. Oh, go face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Oh, good times. <laughs> well, I I don't have much more to offer. I think that uh, you know it's been kind of an off week and. I um quite excited for tonight's match though. So looking, yeah. looking forward to that. I you know, I don't really have any other decks aside. Like I I'm interested in this new um Copper Hunter. I I'm like I, I hear that it's it's complicated to play and it's kind of combo oriented and a lot of math involved, which makes it a little bit intimidating for me. Um but I'd like to check it out. Uh not prepared to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've played against it a couple times and um I've always kind of just been able to race it out, even mm. with the even paladin. Um now I don't know if that's just because, you know, even paladin still plays a lot of minions and buffs a lot of minions. So, you know, just kind of been able to get there. Or my opponents are drawing poorly, or 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 I I don't know because I don't know the deck very well. Yeah. Um, I heard it was difficult to play. Um, so that's what I've heard as well. So, so it could be that, you know, they're learning it, um, mm -hmm. as well. Very possible. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, aside from that, that is as far as I'm prepared to, to speak on that one. Cause I, I don't know the deck very well. No. Now, if, we, if you want to ask me any more about, uh, even Paladin, I, I, I can uh, talk about that one for ages. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to, you know, I mean, honestly, like I, I would love to do you know, more co-op type stuff. It's super fun. And um, I'm still amazed kind of that Hearthstone is this much fun still after this many years. So big same. And the depth, particularly in our format, we'll never run out of different things to experiment with. Like 
it, it's great. You know, the the more new cards get added, you know, like the Garden's Grace is, I think, a new card. Uh, Katori Lightblade mm-hmm. is a new card, right? Like, can play around with these things. Uh, Cariel being at eight mana is basically like being a new card for even Paladin. Like, yeah, as they they give us more stuff, which lets us dive back into the past and pull up, you know, call to arms, pull up Swampoos, pull up. Crab Rider. The crab rides again. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up Gin Greymane. It's just so much fun that as soon as we get new things, it just kind of, in our format, we can also pull into the, the depths, uh, pull into the, the past and just get, get new, new things out of old things and kind of merge them together. It's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it's always good to dust off an old archetype. So I, I love it. I love to see it and endless possibilities there there's always stuff you know that it's like anytime there's something new i want to play with it even if it's not that great i mean that's really why i what i was playing a lot of freeze like that shutterwalk shaman like i was gonna jam that new card in it whether it was bad or not because it was a new card and Uh I, i wanted to check out the new card yeah so lots of fun Those are always fun to play around with when do you think we're getting so like when do you think that we'll get the next set? Um so I haven't looked into my historical spreadsheet to kind of project yet. I think it's like early um, August if I had to guess. Yeah, just off the top of my head I'd say late July early August. Um I haven't looked into the historical trends to kind of see that yet. Um but that sounds about right. Um especially with as much uh, balance adjustments, as many balance adjustments as we've been getting. Um, We may have one more. We might not, kind of depending on how the standard and wild metas are. I think this one, however much, it's a a little stale. I think it's in a good place. I don't think that anything's like super oppressive. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the the Gen, um, not the Gen, wow, (laughs) the Mr. Smite, both were six mana. The Mr. Smite nerf, um, I think that that, keeps fish rogue from being like crazy it's still definitely the best deck mm-hmm. um but uh i think we're in a all in all a pretty good place if if a little stale so i don't think that we'll see any uh kind of wild targeted nerfs um at the very least and standard who knows yeah yeah actually like i've been enjoying wild a lot more than standard standard just seems like uh, like a rng f- fiesta right now between um like big spell mage with a bunch of random stuff and yeah. and uh like thief rogue with a bunch of random stuff and, and like you can't play around that stuff i mean you just can't mm-hmm. uh we were doing a co-op thing the other night with um it was uh ginger and uh dr bumd and um uh G- ginger is playing um uh naga priest naga snake hat whatever it's called serpent wig uh priest yeah serpent wig and they're like the the one match was just insane off of off of a swash burglar the opponent got um i think it was like a uh hydralodon and a queen ajara and something else oh, wow and it was just nutty stuff that like you could not guess in a million years that like they were good cards and just what i don't know it it, it's uh it was like it's frustrating to play against so 
Like, uh, you know, the, 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 what is the running joke, right? Like, should have played around it. <laughs> should have, would have, could not have. Yeah, that's my new name for the deck, uh, Snake Hat. Uh, snake, snake Hat. Snake Hat Priest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, okay? <laughs> like, just, I'm doing good to show up here, so... <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, buddy. Well, one thing that is always fresh is our weekly listener challenge. That's right. So this past week, our uh this last week's challenge was the most damage in a single turn with Hydrolodon. Um, so that did of course include the appendages, because I mean, otherwise it's gonna be like five. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah intervals no, of five I mean, like the, the appendages totally count uh so the um uh replay in uh hearthstone deck tracker firestone or a video replay which is what we got this go around oh so, gosh wait and it's on it's on youtube yeah All right, let me just let me then pull it up here because why not yeah so you will get to watch yeah all right give me just one moment here to... one moment zippy <laughs> <laughs> i saw you pause and i just had to <laughs> yep all right here we go but everyone should be able to it, well you can watch it if you're watching live if you're watching the youtube version if if you're listening to this then you're just gonna have to use your imagination all right here we go it's two minutes it's two minutes long but uh there the starting hand here has been um heavily discounted <laughs> yeah em emperor there's an emperor thorison and the um the card from rastakhan's rumble that says your end of turn effects trigger twice Jakari enchanter i believe I that's right and so this is a whole handful of zero cost cards all right so let's let's watch here Actually, you know what? Sorry, hold on. I'm gonna make it this big because uh, let's let's let everyone see it a little bit better. Why not? Yeah, this is the way. This is the way. There we go. It's just full screen now. Cool. All right, we're making some making some room on the board here. Okay, what now was that? What does that say with your death rattles? Give your death rattles plus whatever attack. Oh my gosh. Oh. With the Machnathal Lion. <laughs> that... That is... <laughs> I'm speechless. And of course, juggling with the Magnathal lions to. <laughs> wow! Wow! So uh, I believe that is more than two. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. At its at its height here, I'm rewinding a tiny bit. Um. 
There's a Hydralodon that has 67 attack with an appendage that has 65 attack. <laughs> that can go face. Like, wow. In the subsequent turn, not not the turn it was played. <laughs> okay, wait. There, um, and there's, that's wait, incredible. There's, wow. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. It, it, it says infinite damage bonus clip here. There is a Tundra Rhino that would let it go face. Look at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That is that could that's an infinite loop right there. Really? Yep. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, Ulticon does it again. I'm beyond impressed. Uh that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> So congratulations, Ulticon. You definitely earned <laughs> these two packs. Right? Holy moly. I, I, I'm just, I'm at a loss. Uh, this is, like, Ulticon is the new, like, it was Mikkel and Kenray, and Ulticon is just, like... He's come for the throne. Brain-meltingly uh, talented at this game. So... <laughs> Yeah, Armor's his opponents must have been like, "What? What? What now?" <laughs> or in the uh, Twitch um, vernacular, "Keck wait." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations, Ulticon. Uh, I think yeah, 135 damage with the with the, the Hydralodon in one turn. That's that's well, 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 well done. Yes. So, of course, Ulticon, you win two packs on us. And more importantly, you are now immortalized once again on the Born to be Wild website in our Hall of Fame. So congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I, I think I would like to do another custom card challenge this week. Just to just to give other people a chance. <laughs> because uh Oh my goodness. I love when we used to do these and we were talking about like, hey, what is the largest King's Bane that you can get? And uh, this is before Ulticon was participating in the challenges. You know, I'd love to see it now because it would be like twelve thousand. You know, like there would be like the numbers that, that Ulticon comes up with are like they're absurd. Like it's higher than, because <laughs> yes. in my mind, I, I think, you know, we think about these challenges and it's like, Oh yeah, somebody will get 20, somebody will get 30. And then we come back with uh 135. <laughs> like what? We did that priest challenge. How much healing can you get in one turn? I was like, Oh yeah, 40, 80, 3000. Like <laughs> I was not expecting what? and nailed the 586. <laughs> I, I, I on the dot. <laughs> Dude, like Ulticon, you need to go work for Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or like make YouTube content. Um I I'll. Ulticon is trolled in Junior. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
very happy to have you as uh you know participating in in these challenges you have provided us with like an endless source of entertainment and art like just jaw drop every week so <laughs> including an endless amount of hydrolodon damage in that that final clip there <laughs> yeah that infinite loop <laughs> oh my gosh Hey, that was good edit on the video too. There was part that was like sped up a little bit so that we could, you know, we could see it all progressing in, in, in uh, quick succession there. So yeah, let's do a custom card challenge. I like your suggestion of, of something that would fit an even paladin. Yeah. Um, so for this week's weekly challenge, let's, let's grab an even paladin card. Um, so it's a custom card challenge um, for this one in particular. Even Paladin, so can be Paladin, can be neutral. Rarity, anything. It can be legendary, or you can run multiples in it. What I kind of personally would like to see is um, something that has holy synergy. So something that um, kind of like a Katori Lightblade has, has that kind of holy synergy is, you know, a, a really fun inclusion in that deck. Mm -hmm. something, something kind of along those lines. So uh even paladin card some something holy um you know maybe cheese uh centric uh <laughs> something like that um so to participate jump on to hearthcards.net make a custom card and upload it to our weekly challenges channel on the discord um the winner will be announced on next week's show just like ulticon was tonight and will receive two Hearthstone packs on us and be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website. I can't wait to see the most illuminescent, holy, even Paladin card that you can come up with. So excitement abounds. Yes. Hearthcards.net. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Hey, well, that's about it for this week's show. Thank you for letting us go off the rails a little bit. It's nice to do something casual, especially in a week that was um, very light on on news. Um, again, big congrats to XR on the new um, game director role. It's very cool. And um, big congrats to us on making it to semifinals of the listener series and uh, quarterfinals. <clears throat> Whatever it is, <laughs> I keep saying the finals, and it's like, well, really, not the finals. It's the playoffs. Is the word that I was looking for? Yeah, the playoffs of the listener series, <laughs> and it's uh, okay. I, I I know nothing about sports. Um, was not raised in a sports family, and so it's always like, whatever those things are, where they're like at the end, and they're gonna win stuff. You know, whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of sports, I uh, I'm a a big Houston Rockets fan, and uh, my team hasn't seen the playoffs in a, in a few years now. So, <laughs> so what are the playoffs? I I don't know. I don't. Know. Good question. <laughs> oh dear. Well, join us after the show for some exciting Hearthstone cast matches of the Born to Listener Series. And uh, yeah, so we we are currently in top eight. Next week will be top four, and then. Um, it'll be down to the final two. So we're nearing completion. Very, very excited to be here. Hey, thank you again, everybody, for joining us. And we will see you next week on another episode of More to Be Wild. Job's done.